Hey everyone, and we are live on Professor and Friends. Here we are. Uh man, Howdy. how cool it is. I've been I've been ready for this day for a long time. We've been planning this. I've uh, been working on getting pictures and videos and talking to these guys and, and getting some stuff ready to talk about overland cooking and cookware. And if you don't know where you are, if you don't know what you're watching, let me tell you. I'm Chef West. I'm Boozer. Hi, I'm Jeff from Re Rover. Hi, this is uh, Jeff from Re Rover. And I'm Chris from Re Rover, and we're here with Professor. 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 Professor and friends. <laughs> I had fun making that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I had fun making that. Well, let me tell you who that we're here with. Uh, we've got with us tonight Brandon, Brendan Potter, a uh, world-renowned chef who travels around with Express Rally. In fact, he will be leaving uh, right after this is over and headed to Missouri for Express Rally Adventure Series. Brendan, welcome. Appreciate you. you being here. Uh, he's up in northwest Arkansas, but what I've seen, you're fixing to relocate. Is that right? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I won't be in Kansas anymore. Wait, I will. So I'm moving <laughs> up to Wichita. So <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And also we have with us Logan Breedlove, who is with Overland Cookware. Uh, Logan, uh, thank you for being here. We appreciate yeah, you being thank here. thank you. Uh, Logan started up Overland Cookware uh, end of last year. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, okay. sir. And uh, has an online store carrying all kinds of different overlanding specific cookware. And that's the reason I wanted him to come on here because he knows what he's talking about. And he has a full line of stuff and we're going to talk about that. And we're excited to do that. Let me ask you guys, how much do you love cooking in the outdoors? I, uh, to be honest, cooking outdoors is the best thing for me because obviously – I'm an outdoorsy guy. I've been jeeping for shoot, man, since I was 16. That was the first thing I was spending money on was saving up for a car and eventually building a Jeep. Um, but the biggest thing for me is it's exciting to be able to go out and then I get to improvise because always I'm forgetting something. So I get yeah. to ask a friend, Hey, can I get a spice <laughs> for this? Can I get a Ziploc for that? You know, and then it's the excitement of, uh, you know, making something happen cutting it up and uh seeing everybody enjoy what you make so that's that's really the uh exciting part for me yeah that's yeah it's the same thing as improvising because there's so many times where i've forgotten ingredients especially or you know going up at altitude when we're going on long trips and ingredients have, have exploded and i've had to use them <laughs> in and out and uh i've created new dishes because of it so it just makes that's cool super fun that's very cool. Well, Brandon, you really hit home with me about the forgetting stuff. I'll tell you what, it seems like, uh, and you know, I always encourage everybody when you go out and you come back, think about what you didn't use and what you use and kind of call some stuff out to save space and wait, but then you put it all back together. And then when you go out the next time, you're like, uh, I really shouldn't have taken that out because I need it now. I didn't use it last time, but I need it now, or I forgot this, or I I don't have salt and pepper or forgot the eggs and I'm just going to have bacon. And I, I you know, I, I brought the Dutch oven and I don't have no charcoal. I'm like, what in the world? You know, uh, you really hit home with me with the forgetfulness because I can't remember what I did yesterday. Uh, it's, it's just <laughs> one of those things, but you know, my wife always tells me, and I, this is a quote from her. We eat better when we're camping than when we do at home. Have you ever been accused of that? All the time. 
<laughs> it's all the time with me. It's it's something about the atmosphere, I guess. Um, you know, it's it's just where you are and the experience of just having everything out out in the open, and and I just I just love it that much better. In fact, I would love it if I just get rid of my oven and range in the house and just get a propane cooker outside and you know mm-hmm. just just do it all the time. You, you have to deal with the elements. You know, Brendan and I talked about they're leaving for express rally. It's supposed to rain every day. But he said, you know, that's just part of it. That's part of what you deal with. So how do you deal with the elements when you're, when you're out there cooking? You know, the biggest thing for me is I just plan to have the worst things happen. So we're going to have some weather, right? 70% chance of rain tomorrow, 50% chance on Saturday. And I'm cooking for 40 people. So if I don't have food, no one has food. We're going to all starve. So... I got to make sure that I have a little bit of uh, coverage to be able to cook on. Uh, We have a couple of rigs that have those 270 awnings. So worst case, we can park the rigs on the side where I'm cooking, get some wind coverage to make sure I'm not, you know, losing my flame. And then, uh, you know, you got to just plan. I write a list of everything I need before I go. I mean, the worst thing you can do is show up, go to lay the flat top down and there's no propane or uh, you get there and you're missing, you know, a side option. I can't just dial up DoorDash and, they're not going to deliver it to me in the middle of nowhere. So right. not yet. Give it a two years and whatever Amazon drones will drive it to <laughs> us. Right. It's coming. Yeah. It's we're not, we're not at that point yet. Well, you know, we talked about um, Brendan earlier, not being able to cook for one person. This is like a meal for 20, 30 people. Uh, that's kind of what he's used to. I don't know if he can cook for two or not, but uh, we, we just talked about this and he sent me some of these pictures uh, this is some of the food that I've actually had, the, the steak skewers and the chicken skewers. Um, it was just a, an incredible experience watching him go and do his thing and set all this stuff up. And, and, and you sent me one of the pictures, and, and one of the interesting things was this right here to me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I need to know how to do uh, – is this is corn or baked potatoes? What was this? This was corn, so okay. I basically take a, uh, a corn cob, chop it in thirds, and then uh, take a little bit of butter and seasoning and wrap it in foil and basically cook it with an oven effect. And then what I was doing here is just keeping it hot. So okay. once I cooked it, I needed something to keep it hot, so that was my improvised uh, you know, solution. I love it. I love it. Well, you, you know. What's going on on the trail with you? Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know it's a lot of pressure on B- Brendan because, like he said, if if he doesn't uh, have his stuff, if he can't cook, then nobody eats, and uh, that's a lot of pressure. I don't know if I would, uh, if I could go out with people and and you know Brendan says, oh, don't worry about bringing food, I've got it all taken care of. Let me tell you, I'm gonna bring something because you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> never know what's gonna happen. Brendan can break down, uh, you know, can have a flat, he can have a heart attack, they can med flight him out. My gosh, I'm gonna eat. You know, you get on the chopper. I'm gonna eat. So I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring some food. Uh, but man, I tell you what, what a cool experience that was watching him pull out those flat tops. And uh, man, got some that that uh that grill you got right there is not the normal grill that people take when they're camping. I mean, that is just a absolutely massive, not massive yeah. piece of equipment, but. When you're having, when you're cooking for 30, 20, 30, 40 people, that's, that's probably your best option. 
Absolutely. Well, to be honest, we tried doing it on like scottles. And so we'd bring out three or four scottles, but you know, just trying to get things done, not only to, uh, you know, keeping everything cooked and keeping it hot, but getting it done quickly, you can need a be decent piece of equipment. So the first time we went out, we actually took a 28 inch, uh, flat top and a venture grill, uh, by Blackstone and mm -hmm. uh, that did okay, but I needed something bigger. So the next time I brought out my 36 inch adventure, Blackstone and that was the key that was like yep I can get that done so yeah. there's you can see in that picture too that's the trailer that you know we're towing that that whole yeah. thing with so yeah that thing's it's a beast awesome. uh we went on we went on some hellacious trails and that trailer followed you everywhere you went because I was right behind you on some of them and uh it was just it was just amazing to me how you just went everywhere we went and then as soon as we stopped you just popped up what looked like um just a, a mobile kitchen and uh you started smelling up the 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 forest like crazy and just made us all hungry it was it was amazing it was amazing <laughs> now now cooking for me is therapeutic it is uh enjoyable it's something that i love to do and i think probably in building my uh adventure rig and and logan we talked about you're fixing to build up a new one how much time do you spend on your kitchen setup compared to everything else? Because for me, it was a lot more. I probably spent 90% more time on my kitchen than I did anything else. And there's a reason for that because that's where I like to spend my time. What about you, Logan? That's, I mean, I'm planning out my rear storage system right now. And that's probably where 90% of my, my planning has been so far. You know, is figuring out where I want, what drawers, where, what fridge I want fridge slide, just all that. Cause that's where I spend most of my time is, mm -hmm. is in the back of the car in the kitchen. Yeah. So it's, it's like you said, therapeutic for me. Some people look at, look at cooking as a hassle, but I, I look at it as fun. I look at it as stress relief. It's, it's a way to create something to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's what I love. And, and, you know, normally the people that I go with it, it also is something that they love to do. And, and it really, it really is part, I think of what brings over what makes overlanding a family rather than just um, an individual hobby, because you get a group of people together and, you know, I'll make a meet and they'll make a meet and somebody else will make something and we all get together and share and come together around the fire. And it just seems to be like, that's what makes us family and it brings us all together. And that's one of the reasons that I guess I love it so much. Um, but it's not the same as cooking a meal at home. And, you know, I know growing up, we gathered at the table and that's where we had family time. Um, but that was more of sitting down and eating to me than it was cooking. Um, and so the preparation that we have is completely different. So I want to talk about the methods um, that we use to cook. What is what is your preferred method that you use? You can go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead, yeah. Brandon. Yeah, so I I got a whole bunch of different equipment. I've used everything from a solo stove. I have a couple of different size scottles. Um, you know, we've done just open flame where I'll just get one of those grates and just 
basically just like the picture behind us. It just sits right over the fire and we cook directly mm -hmm. on that. And to be honest, if I'm looking from a flavor profile perspective, I'd love to just cook on open wood. That, that just nothing tastes yeah. better yeah. that or charcoal. But, uh, most of the time, to be honest, if I'm going to be out, I'm planning my meals around, uh, what I, equipment I can fit and bring without, you know, weighing everything down. So specifically, I always bring myself some form of a stove. Um, at minimum, I'm going to have a solo stove or I'll have, most of the, I'll almost always have my jet boil because you got to have coffee, right? You know, we could oh, have, have an entire <laughs> we could have an entire podcast just on coffee. Okay, yeah, just don't call. So, yeah. so, but uh, to be honest, my preferred method, I really like flat tops, uh, seventeen yeah. inch flat tops. There's nothing like it. It heats up quickly. It's easy to clean. They really don't weigh a lot, and they store down pretty uh, pretty small. You know, not everybody needs one of these giant flat tops to bring out, but yeah. the uh, the smaller Adventure Series flat tops you can get for yeah. under a hundred dollars. All the equipment that goes along to it is about twenty bucks, so the cost to entry is really uh, affordable. Really so, and, that, mm -hmm. and that's something for me. It's like someone can see what I do, and they could go to Walmart and buy it, and uh, you know, ha have the same thing for less than one hundred twenty bucks. So, yeah, yeah. That's if it's just my wife and I, and we're going out. All we take is our seventeen-inch Blackstone that we've had for three years, and it's it's been awesome. And we just take a five-pound propane tank, and that'll last us a week or more. And then we just have a small butane burner that we use for boiling water if we ever need it for coffee or for mashed potatoes. And that it's been the perfect setup for two or three years. Yeah. I've, 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 I've went back and forth on different things. Um, I've, I've, I'm an old school kind of guy. So, you know, my, my, my 1956 uh, Coleman white gas stove goes everywhere I go. Um, I also have the propane converter that where I could, I could run it off of my five pound bottle. Um, I have to have a stove because I cannot go without coffee. Um, yeah. so I've got to have some kind of a burner there and I actually built a drawer that it actually fits in. So it's, it actually goes everywhere with me. Um, I take several different things. Um, I've, I've got a, a chicken fryer, a cast iron chicken fryer that I bought at the lodge store last summer, fell in it and, you know, with my setup, I have a very, very small vehicle. I have an FJ Cruiser. So everything that I use has to have more than one purpose. And so I bought this deep chicken fryer and I got a camp oven, Dutch oven, camp oven lid for it. So um, mm -hmm. and then I got uh, a trivet so I can put the trivet down and put the lid on it and I can use it as a Dutch oven so I can I can fry in it i can cook in it and i can use it as a dutch oven so it's all kind of all in one type of thing um i've got a a steel uh it's made by tyor they came out uh travel your own road yep. skriddle um love that thing because the steel on open flames on open fire it will not pit like it will cast iron and so mm -hmm. you can have it on open open flames i've cooked bacon any just about anything on it um, love it. Um, but I also love the disc cookers. And so I have a disc cooker. It goes just about everywhere with, everywhere with me. And, you know, normally it's just me and my wife, so I can cook just about anything on that thing. Um, and they're real handy. Um, and they got all the connections for the small, uh, bur uh, propane bottles or the five pound bottle. So it's easy. Uh, it's easy to do. So it, it works out really well. So I always try to take um, a stove and maybe another apparatus just to change it up a little bit. But um, 
one thing that I also do take, especially after my trip to New Mexico last year when we couldn't have fire or charcoal, is my little Coleman folding oven. That thing is gold. It's gold. I love it. So mm -hmm. we can have cinnamon rolls. We can have biscuits or anything like that in the morning. I love a hot bread in the morning. And uh, that thing is just gold. And also what a lot of people don't uh, know about that thing is you can take a little um, metal bin, fill it full of wet wood in the bottom of it, and it turns into a smoker. So you can actually smoke some meat on the little Coleman oven too. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Love that aspect of it. So one thing I've always got is a, is a Dutch oven in the back too, mm. but I've run yeah. into the issue where a lot of places you can't have a fire. <laughs> yeah, we, we, um, this is one of my buddies, Scott, where we went out. Um, we actually, uh, I think this is at, um, rendezvous a couple of years ago. We, uh, actually had him teach a Dutch oven cooking class and he had Dutch ovens everywhere and he had them stacked on top of each other. Um, I mean, we just had the best time sitting around letting uh, pot roast and, um, you know, all kinds of desserts. And they made biscuits and gravy the next morning. It seems like they made everything on the Dutch oven. And I just fell in love with Dutch oven cooking. And he is That's a awesome. uh, Dutch oven uh, master. So uh, I, I love going out and watching the techniques of people and seeing what they use and how they use it and learning um, so many things. I would really like to take a class uh, that a lot of people do on the Dutch oven cooking because there's so much more out there to learn. If you're, if you're a cook, you never have reached the pinnacle of knowing everything. So there's always more to learn. There's always new recipes. Um, it's amazing to me. Well, you had but said earlier too, what, what's the difference in uh, cooking at home and going out, right? When you're cooking at home, you're doing it to fill a need, right? You just want to get some food in your belly. You got to move on to the next thing. When we're out camping and overlanding, uh, that's part of the journey is getting the food, right? And so you look forward to it, driving all day and uh, enjoying the off-road. And then when you're getting there, I mean, that's why you're doing things like cooking with the Dutch oven and cook and spending extra time cooking. Cause Hey man, that's part of the, part of the journey. So I just wanted to yeah. answer that question for you. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's really nothing like it. Um, and you know, there's, there's so many different ways uh, of overlanding. I know it's, it's considered a vehicle based camping. Um, but we've done um, several different overnight uh, canoe trips and kayak trips and, and you have to really think differently when you're using a system of a different system of travel. Uh, there's a lot of guys out there that watch the show that are motorcycle guys um, that will take the the smaller jet boils uh, is uh, or the you know, your pocket rockets or or different things like that. You know they have all the folding equipment and and um, they do a lot of open fire cooking for uh, their coffee and different things like that, but. If you're not going to be able to have a refrigerator, uh, that's something to consider what you're going to take. Are you going to take mountain house meals? Are you going to uh, take dried food? Are you going to, you know, uh, do some things before you go? There's so many things to think about before you take this trip. And I know, uh, Brendan, you've probably done uh, a lot of consideration before you're taking this trip that you're leaving on this evening because you have to really think about it. Um, way ahead of time. You can't show up on Thursday when you're going to leave Thursday night and 
run to Walmart and grab a bunch of chicken and steak and make everybody happy. You can't? Oh, no. Well, I, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no. We're not, we're not going to do that. But <laughs> I'm not saying that may not have ever happened once, but it probably doesn't happen after the one time. But. Well, well, we're we're not perfect, but and we'll admit to faults, but we want to do our best. Uh, but, you know, one of my downfalls, one of my downfalls is my love for cast iron. And, and I say that's a downfall because a lot of people don't think it's a good option because it's my granny would say bundlesome and it's heavy and, and it doesn't stack well. Uh, anything that doesn't have a folding handle does not stack well at all. And you have to learn how to put it how to pack it. Um, and then you have to consider the weight because uh, it's, it's always so heavy. And, you know, and I've always wanted to take one of the double griddles to put on my Coleman stove um, and I've got a single griddle too. Um, and then I'll also want to take, I've got a, um, a mini, one of my favorite things that I got last year at, at the store was a mini wok. Uh, it's a mini cast iron wok and I've cooked any, uh, Asian food in that thing. I've cooked soups. Um, I've heated up meat and leftovers and it's just an amazing little tool um, that, that you can have to add to your repertoire. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a downfall, uh, because the learning to pack all that stuff and the, the disc cookers take up a ton of room. So you have to think about that. And, and, you know, unless you're a uh, one person driving a suburban, uh, you've really got to think about how much room this is going to take up. So, um, Logan, tell us, uh, out of the stuff that you carry, uh, what would you say is is the most popular uh, as far as um, cooking utensils that that you sell at your store? Um, the most popular thing by far is is the scottles. So, and yeah. we we sell the Oris scottles, which is so compared to the Timbo Tusk, the Oris ones have a removable griddle top, so you can actually remove the cast iron top. And then the burner can be used to boil water. Oh, okay. So that's the main difference between it versus the, the standard Timbo Tusk one. Um, I personally prefer that because then you don't have to also carry another like butane or Coleman stove. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, that's cool. So that is, that is arguably the most sought after thing you know and i don't know if it's just a trend right now that everyone you know like you, you said earlier everyone's looking for those the disc cookers and like that me and brandon have good luck with the uh the blackstones mm -hmm. <laughs> I've, I've loved mine for many years and then those two cast irons in the background in that picture they're always in my car 24 7 yeah so um i i cook on those a lot I think cast iron is a good option no matter where you are. It's just like we said earlier, it depends if you can have a, uh, a fire or not. So, right. Well, that, you know, the, the, the one on the right is, uh, you know, it's one of the deeper skillets. It's a lot like the one that I carry uh, that I would call a, a chicken fryer. The one on the left is probably just a regular skillet, but yeah. I, I like the deeper ones because you, you have more options of what you can cook in them 
and um and you can do um you know things that involve a liquid a lot easier um yeah. and even if you even if you do something simple like uh bacon or just a pork chop or something down in them it's easy if you have tongs to to move stuff around and that way you only have to uh, carry one or two pieces instead of having to carry a whole set it it, it makes it a lot lot better mm -hmm. um but but you won't go wrong with cast iron i don't think yeah. um there's there's just so many options out there we use a lot it comes with a lid as well and we use it to cook cinnamon rolls and pizzas as well like those yep yeah <laughs> you sent me that package i thought that was uh i thought that was pretty amazing i i love a good cinnamon roll in the morning they just they just taste so good in the in the wild um and we we've done cinnamon rolls quite a bit in, in fact uh pillsbury has came out with a new uh sweet biscuit and uh we have we've been really into the blueberry sweet biscuits and they're oh my gosh they're so good and we buy those all the time but those are so easy yeah. easy to cook um if you've if you've got a fire with hot coals real easy um yeah. if you've got one of the coleman ovens easy again so yeah. it's not really they're not really hard to make in fact on my coleman oven i take my uh lid for my for my dutch oven and i turn it upside down and i stick it in there and i still cook on cast iron because that's i don't i don't want to carry an extra pan that just fits in my oven and that thing fits in there just perfectly. I spray it down with some, a uh, little bit of oil and stick those on there and it, they all come out perfect every single time. I love it. But the, but the disc cookers are especially popular. I mean, they have exploded. Um, nobody that I have talked to that has an Overland store can keep them. As soon as they get them, they sell them. You see Timbo Tusk uh, just about every day showing pictures of the big shipments that they're shipping out um and there's there's all different kinds out there i actually started out with one called a southwest disc and i liked it because the burner was completely separate from the disc and he has about eight or nine different discs that you can choose from um and i like options and i cooked on it at home a lot uh, you can get deep ones to do frying fish you could do semi-flat ones to do uh, you know, tacos and breakfast stuff. So you had a lot of options there. Now, there are other ones like the fire disc cooker that aren't really as portable, but like the one that you sell. Um, and what was the brand of it? I'm sorry, I, I didn't yeah, hear it. It's Oris. Oris. Yeah. Yeah, the Oris, uh, the Southwest disc, the Timbo Tusk. Great options. Uh, great options to, to do it. And there's a lot of recipes out there. They have covers. They have trivets. You can make just about anything on them. And I know Brandon's used them. Uh, Brandon's used them uh, a ton in in a lot of the stuff. Yeah, that he's you just got to get creative with them. I mean, I've I've seen people make pizzas on them. Uh, we made cookies one weekend on them. So you know, you just put a little bit of cookie dough on there, put the put the lid over it, just flip it over after about five or six minutes. Yeah, it was, it was real good. Yeah. Well, there's there's certain questions. Uh, that you need to ask um, when choosing uh, what you're going to take um, with the size of your rig. Uh, you, you may be limited as to what you can take, but we go through a small decision process with our meal preps and deciding how we will prepare those meals. So you have to ask yourself, if I'm going to Colorado, you need to know if I'm going to New Mexico, you need to know if Brandon's going to Missouri, he needs to know, is there a fire ban? 
can you have charcoal? Um, because if you can't have an open fire, you can't have charcoal. That's going to affect what you take to cook. Um, this sum this past summer, we went to New Mexico, and little did we know. Uh, normally, you can have a uh, a contained uh, charcoal fire. Even if you can't have an open fire, you can still have a contained charcoal fire. So most of the time, when there's a burn ban in in Colorado, you can still have charcoal, but you can't have an open fire. But this past summer, when COVID hit, we went to New Mexico, no charcoal, no open fires. So that really limited us on what we could use to make our meals. So you really got to do some research on where you're going. Um, if there's anything going on, if there's any burn bans, uh, if there's any restrictions because of pandemics, uh, you really got to know what you're getting into. And so you've, you've really got to research that. Um, so since we couldn't have either, I took along the Coleman folding oven. Uh, I took uh, more propane than I would normally take. Um, I knew there would be places where we could restock, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't run out. And I've actually ran out of propane before, and I've actually had to use a butane heater to boil water before, and that wasn't fun, but uh, it actually worked. And I sent a video to the company and said, hey, look what I did with your heater. And they said, we don't recommend that, but that's pretty cool. So uh, <laughs> they didn't advertise it, but they were like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but you got to know where you're going especially with burn bands. There's always seems to be burn bands, but ask your question, where are we, where are we going? Is any, is there anything that's not allowed? And that way you'll uh, better plan. So moving on to utensils and cutlery. Um, I want to ask you guys, a lot of people like um, metal spoons, metal forks. A lot of people use plastic. What do you prefer? Uh, for cutlery? I prefer for cooking utensils. I prefer bamboo because I can just scrape everything, not have to worry about it scraping my stuff that I cook with. Okay. Um, for cutlery, we use there's a brand called Messermeister, and they make knives and for chefs, and they make folding utensils and folding knives that we sell, and that's what we've been using for the fat that for the past several months. So um, that's what we personally use. Awesome. Yeah. I think for myself, I mean, it depends on what equipment I'm going to be using. But most of the stuff for myself while cooking, I need to make sure that the uh, I have the proper utensils not to damage either like Teflon coatings or, you know, something that's going to scrape or ruin my, uh, my cast iron. So, uh, you know, I, I use professional tools. I am a professional chef. I own restaurants. That's what I do for a living. So, mm -hmm. um, you know having access to high quality tools and wanting to use the same tools when I go out that I, I use on a daily basis is important to me. But, um, you know, I also want to be pretty environmentally savvy when I'm out. And so I find things that are easy to clean and stuff that's not going to, you know, I create a lot of trash or, you know, something that I'm going to have to leave behind. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's one of, one of the things to think about is if, you know, we tried the, the plastic wear for a while because it was just easier and we didn't want to have to, you know, wash dishes all the time, but it seemed like it was just more of a mess than it was uh, when we had um, the, the regular utensils. So 
Uh, we actually bought the front runner pack that has everything in it. It's got all the knives, fork, spoons. It's got the cutting knives. It's got the chef's knife. It's got all that in one little nice little package. And and uh, it, and I, I actually have grown to love it. And washing dishes is not that big of a deal to me anymore. Um, you know, so um, there's there's all kinds of different things. Uh, a lot of people use the three-in-one sport combos that have the carabiner on there because they're minimalist or whatever. Uh, Logan, you, you really intrigued me with the bamboo stuff. Um, I know Covea makes a lot of uh, bamboo tables, and I love how they look. They're just beautiful. And But not I've never used a bamboo fork. I've never used anything like that. I love the wooden spoons, the wooden scrapers, uh, the wooden forks, all that stuff. I love that stuff. But you've intrigued me with the the bamboo stuff. I'm going to have to try that out. Yeah. I mean, it's all, I mean, it's made out of recycled materials, bamboos. And, you know, like, like Brendan was saying, if you've got Teflon, you don't want to scrape anything up. And that's why we yeah. try to use all those utensils. So Definitely. Definitely. Well, what about um, food prep? Um, do you prep a lot of stuff before you leave or do you like to prep things while you're there? Um, that for me entirely depends on the length of trip we're taking. So like if we're going out on a week long trip to let's say New Mexico, I, I would prep and seal everything here at the house. Um, and then throw it all in the fridge. So everything's ready. And I, I usually seal it. So like, let's say we're making fajitas. You know, I'll cut the onions and the bell peppers and seal it all in one bag and then label what meal it is on there. Yeah. yeah. You know, but then if I'm if I'm just going out overnight or two nights down to Arkansas, I'll just take the ingredients with me and I'll just I'll cut them up at the campsite. Yeah. I'll even uh, get even more specific on that. So I agree. Meal prepping at home is definitely the way to go when it comes to, you know, ease of execution when you're getting to the campsite. And honestly, for me, I love, you know, and I'll just, I'll go through a couple of things, but you know, marinated meats, that's a great way to travel. Mm -hmm. It helps agitate the meat when you're driving and off-roading. So that's good. And uh, when you get there, there's nothing better, right? Something you have a little bit of time into same thing with like, you know, the onions and bell peppers, but you know, things like even fajitas, right. You know, getting down to the nitty gritty, you know, when you're talking like topping with cilantro, you want to take fresh cilantro that's mm -hmm. dried and rolled and you want to cut that on the spot because cilantro bruises easily. So I think, you know, there's definitely something to think about, like what type of meals you want to make. And then uh, from that point, you know, what type of gear am I going to need to prepare the said meals? And then how much of it can I save? in time by preparing some of that stuff at home. You know, one of the, one of the opportunities I can even say, you know, pasta, for example, requires quite a lot of water just to boil it, but you know, you can actually pre-cook pasta to a point that mm -hmm. um, it's al dente when you're bringing it with. And so when you're just reheating it at that point, um, it, it turns out perfect. It, the cook time is obviously minimal and, uh, you know, you're not having to bring, you know, an extra two or three gallons of water with you because, you know, we all know, especially you're out for a week at a time, you may or may not have a restock for water and water is important. You got to yeah. have that every day for yourself to live and, you know, w dishes and whatever else. So, um, you know, if I have a way to save on water before I go, I definitely am going to take that avenue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, food uh, prep is one of those things. It's it's a necessary evil. It's a lot like washing dishes. You use the dish, you got to wash it. It's it's kind of one of those things you got to do. Uh, so so prepping to me is not real fun, 
I don't mind it, but I try to do as much of it as I can before I leave. And the, and the main reason I do that is because I would rather spend time sitting around with everybody around a file, a fire rather than sitting over there cutting up onions. And, uh, you know, uh, all the stuff that we can do beforehand, especially the vegetables and things like that. Uh, we'll take the meats and marinate them and actually vacuum seal them. Um, and then put them in there and take them. So, um, we've got, I actually have fell in love with, uh, the reusable silicone, uh, bags, uh, instead of the sandwich bags, I like them so much better. They seal well, they keep food really well. And we have, we've also found that you can, um, that you, that you can get, uh, the silicone, uh, like a package that has squeeze tubes. So you can take your ketchup, your mustard, um, any kind of marinades that you want to take with you. Uh, you can take in those small little squeeze tubes comes in a little pack and that way you don't have to take gigantic mustard, gigantic ketchup, uh, saves a lot of room, saves a lot of time. And, uh, those work really well. So you can find those just about anywhere on Amazon. Uh, or any kind of Google search like that, they come up and they're really inexpensive. Just take time to fill them up and they'll save you a lot of time and a lot of, a lot mm -hmm. of uh, pain and hassle. Just grab uh, a few so. extra at Brahms next time you're there. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we were that way for a long time. Every time we went to Wendy's, my wife would grab uh, uh, ketchup packets and salt and pepper packets and, and things like that. But we've kind of graduated to the more white collar, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> whitewater way of uh not stealing things but uh just uh taking it with us man i'm overlanding uh, on a budget i don't know about yourself but I, I, <laughs> gotta save every penny i'm with you i'm with you well it's uh let's let's take a little break right here i want to say a special thanks to artemis overland for sponsoring us and we're going to hear a little word from them right now comes to food it seems like we always take way too much food how do you guys and, and this is a sincere question for me how do you guys figure out how much food to take for each of your trips i we have a notes list in our phone that's shared between the wife and i and, you know, it's just a constant running notes list for every camping trip, you know, and it's, it's Monday through Sunday and we'll go through and we'll plan every meal for whatever trip we're going to go on. And we'll say, you know, we're making pizza this night. So we need these ingredients because we used to take way too much food 
all the time. And now we've kind of gotten it down to where we just pre-plan every meal, figure out what we're going to take, and then we'll just take one extra meal as a, as a buffer. Because, um, you know, we have a 45-quart fridge, and uh, it used to be overflowing all the time because I used to kind of just throw stuff in there. Yeah. And so now now we just pre, pre-plan every meal. And uh, even if it's just like a two-day trip, we'll plan it out, go get the groceries, and just throw it in the fridge. That, that's how we combat that. Okay. I think for myself, I just look at how many people I'm going to be feeding. So to be honest, it doesn't really take any additional time or not really even a lot of extra money to feed two versus four versus 40. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, two or four people, <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy to make meals that are shareable. So, you know, I at least for me, I plan whatever like dinner I'm going to do. I plan at least eight ounces of protein, whether that's salmon or chicken, pork, seafood, you know, whatever that's going to be. Um, for lunch, I typically look at like six ounce portions of protein or less because I, I, you know, just being in the restaurant industry, you realize that, you know, these are pretty standard portions you get when you go out to eat and it's going to fill you up and provide everything you need. And so, you know, I, I guess for myself, it's just you can find recipes online or better yet, you know, mm-hmm. just go out and try something and figure out, hey, there was way too much here. I need to change and do less the next time. Cause you know what? That's part of learning is making mistakes and having way too much food left over and have a bear visit you that night. You know what I mean? So true. True. So, so, uh, with, with you guys, do you, do you take a chance on trying something new, uh, when you go out or do you, do you try a new recipe at home and say, Oh, I like this. We gotta, we gotta do this when we go out. What's, what's the, what's the system that you use there? Because there's a there's to me there's a lot of risk in trying something new and it be horrible and and then you have to cook something else or eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that uh, when you're out. So do you try new stuff when you're out or do you try it at home first? For myself, I mean, a lot of the uh, things that I ended up trying was out of necessity. Like I said earlier, you forgot something, so now you got to figure out something else you're going to do. Um, but you know, actually, for myself, if it's just me and the family, me and the kids. Uh, you know, we'll try a lot of new stuff while we're while we're out because at least the kids can't say they're not going to have it because they don't have any other options. So I know it's going to get aid either way. Um, but that's just for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the same. A lot of the stuff that I've made has been out of necessity. Uh, there has been times where I've tried brand new recipes out in the uh, out while camping, and I think I've learned my lesson from doing that because <laughs> they've been Dutch oven recipes, and you know. Yeah. Got, got the fire too hot and I've burnt like cobblers and other things. And I think it's just been better for me to try them at home first. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, um, I've tried new things uh, while I'm out, but most of the time it was uh, by mistake because I either brought the wrong meat or I brought the wrong uh, thing to put on it or I brought the wrong thing to go with it. So uh, we actually uh, ended up with some cabbage that had a whole bunch of stuff that we had never put in cabbage before. Uh, ended up being one of our favorite meals. Uh, so it was actually a mistake, n- not planned. Um, but, you know, I ended up with some poblano peppers instead of uh, bell peppers. And now we put poblano peppers in everything because they taste so much better to me than bell peppers. And so, you know, out of out of a mistake, um we actually come up with something new. So it's, it's good to try things, but there is a risk there. Uh, some people may not, may not want to try. Um, now I did make, uh, I did go outside earlier and make a little video of my setup, uh, in my driveway. So I want to show you 
just because I went through the trouble, I'm going to show this video, my <laughs> wife's video. So here is, here's a little video of my setup and everything that I carry in my rig. All right, I just want to come out here and show y'all what I use, what we use, my wife and I, when we go out. We carry a lot of kitchen and camping, cooking uh, utensils and ways to cook things because we love to cook. She always says, we eat better in the woods than we do at home, and it's true. So I have a, a double um, drawer system and everything fits in these drawers or in um, the vehicle right here. So I always carry, this is a 1946 model or 56 model, I can't remember, I'll have to look, uh, white gas, but I also always carry uh, this little device right here that they came out with where you can put a, yeah, a green bottle on in case I run out of white gas, I can just stick this in there with a green bottle and we're good to go. Never leave home without my little Coleman oven. Love my little Coleman oven. It has a problem with the, with the latch right here. It's not made very good. In fact, mine broke because we used it so much. Well, I took some, uh, some little magnets right here from Hobby Lobby and boom, worked perfect. Love picked this up last summer from Lodge. It's a little uh, mini wok with a lid. Uh, anytime that we have uh, vegetables or any kind of soups or anything like that, we can cook in this. Love cast iron. I know it's heavy, but uh, just get over it. So I love it. So uh, on the back, we have all the cast iron cleaning stuff here, the scrapers, the Lodge oil, uh, the brush and scrubbers and then over here we have all of our spices and stuff and we and that's where we keep all that knives for cutting things up and i actually left my front runner pack at artemis last weekend so i don't have it i gotta pick it up but i've got the art the front runner kit that's got all the knives forks spoons all that stuff and it hangs up here always stays behind here always keep paper towels and toilet paper you can never have enough paper towels and toilet paper i promise um picked this up from aaron at artemis uh last last year and have really loved it it's a little bit of a pain to get out but it all packs in this little small box right here this top comes off and goes out here then there's another one underneath it that comes out here so you've got a six foot area and you can never have enough counter space so that works really well um this is my skillet that i cook with it's a deep chicken fryer i uh, went to lodge and bought a uh, camp oven lid for it so I don't have to carry a camp oven with me. I can have a skillet and a camp oven in one. All I do is put the trivet down, put the coals down, set it on, coals on bottom, coals on top, and you've got a Dutch oven. So it works really well both ways. Never leave home without the coffee maker. Always gotta have the coffee maker. And then we realized that we didn't have any pots and pans. So if we want to make some soup or anything like that, um, or cook eggs or not use um, cast iron. We bought the Covea system cookware from Artemis and it's got everything that you need in there. Works really well. Now, this is another thing we like to do. We like to grill. So we always have a grill with us. This is actually a combo that is a charcoal starter and a grill. So when you buy this, what you do is take these out, holds up real small, put those together like that. Pulls down real small, you got a charcoal starter and a grill. The grill works really well. Now on the inside of this, I always have my stainless steel skriddle. 
And in case I want to do things real quick, these are also really good to put on an open fire because unlike cast iron, this will not pit and you can cook just about anything on it. So ultimately on an open fire, we use this. Got my long griddle in here laying down and then we have the Corvea uh, plate set that we like. We tried uh, paper for a while, but replacing it and putting it back, we just rather wash. And talking about washing, this little nice little deal here has a little stopper in it so you can take it out and drain the water and it folds down real small like that wash dishes so that goes in there all this stuff stays in the vehicle we have a scottle timbo tough scottle um we have a it is uh oz tent folding table that we take with us sometime this is actually my wife she let me borrow it and then we have the artemis boxes front runner boxes same thing that we carry our dry goods in so we got the refrigerator for everything else dry goods running water and that's our kitchen setup thanks for joining us okay so that that's pretty much everything i've got um and a lot of that stuff i don't take every single time it's um it's not something uh that i have to have every single time uh, i really love that trail kitchens um it gives you so much workspace uh that you can that you can get out there love that little folding grill i've actually cooked on that thing at home um it's just small uh compacts real small uh that's man logan that's something that'd be awesome for you to carry in your store because that is really convenient for so many people that don't want to carry a humongous grill um so so cool um and and so i have i have a ton of stuff on there uh but we have some questions from the audience that i would really like uh to hear y'all's opinion on overland exploits wants to know what is your go-to meal mm. go-to mm. go meal i think i think ours would be uh breakfast we like breakfast anytime uh, I love bacon and eggs. I love biscuits and gravy, and I'll cook it any time of the day. Um, anything with bacon is always better, so we make bacon all the stinking time. Um, uh, we always do uh, meat and a vegetable, so we'll do, most of the time, we'll do steaks or pork chops and a vegetable, or we'll do fried potatoes and steaks. Um, I love a good steak on an open fire, and so... Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the things that we really really like to have. So, what would y'all consider your go-to meal? I'm up for uh, if I'm looking to eat big and I you know and I uh, and I want to make something happen. I do a teriyaki marinated ribeye. That's probably like my go-to. A little bit of espresso char grill seasoning on top, um, and then you got to do a couple vegetables. Usually asparagus is great. Grills easily. Um, maybe some, uh, you know, some grilled corn too. I like that. But um, my really my main go-to meal, if I'm trying to eat healthy, is uh, typically uh, Atlantic salmon. I love salmon, so Ooh. I get a nice, nice diamonds on my salmon. Make myself a little bit of lemon butter chablis and uh, nice. So nice you're using big words meal. now. Those big words just flew <laughs> right over my head. It, it just, I have no idea what you just said it, right it there. It just means my butter has a little bit of lemon and, and alcohol in it. That's all oh, okay. It is, so. yeah. oh, there we go. Well, uh, you that. put alcohol in anything, they got to come up with a crazy word to call it. So uh, I understand. I understand. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, that's the same thing. Uh, I, it's two things. It's either between salmon 
or uh, we we do fajitas a lot when we're out. So um, we we pan sear a lot of salmon over the fire yeah. with a lemon butter reduction and sauces. We we sorry we do a lot of different sauces with the salmon, or yeah. we'll do. That's cool. Well, I'm, I'm really limited on stuff like that because my wife does not eat seafood. And uh, so it's, yeah, it kills me. It kills me because I absolutely love seafood. Um, so salmon's out, uh, crab legs are out, shrimp's out, unless I just make it for myself. And so I, I'm really limited on a lot of things like that. Um, Overland Exploit says there's is a pork roast, roasted parsley, potatoes, and sweet carrots. Um, I, if I'm doing Dutch oven stuff, that's, that's a lot of what I'm doing. Uh, the pork roast kind of thing, uh, meat with some vegetables in it. Um, love how that turns out. You get that smokiness from the open fire and, um, it always turns out really good. Um, we also had a, a question, uh, said about the bags. Now the, the reusable silicone bags, there, there's a lot of different brands out there. The ones that I was introduced to are the really high-end bags, and the brand of them is called Stasher. Uh, Stasher, S-T-A-S-H-E-R. Um, they are, they're, they're kind of pricey. Uh, it's probably about $20 for three bags. Um, so I went, um, I had never had any before, so I actually got um, some of the cheaper bags where we got like 15 bags for $25, different sizes on Amazon, they all look the same to me. Uh, so I, I said, well, we're going to try the cheaper ones and just see how they do. Uh, they haven't leaked and they have done a great job. We put butter, uh, we put um, all kinds of meat, um, all the stuff that we cut up beforehand goes in those reusable silicone bags. So that's uh, the, the ones that I was introduced to is called Stasher, but I actually got the cheapo version because uh, I'm, I'm like a, uh, Brendan, I'm uh, overlanding on a budget. So me too. They're, they're all pretty much the same. We we have some on our store as well that we get from a distributor. Okay. And they're all pretty much the same. The only difference is you can get ones that are just regular bags, or you can get ones that stand up on their own. Yeah. Um, and have reinforcement on the bottom. But we use them. We'll put like a a sauce in one that we prepare at the house, and you can actually. We, the ones we have boil, you can boil them a little bit and warm the sauce back up. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's real handy to do that uh, because you don't want cold sauce and warm meat. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not one of those kind of guys. That's, that's just weird, so I can't do that. Um, uh, Kara says, we like bang bang shrimp. I love pasta, uh, so uh, we love, love doing pasta. I actually had a – I don't know if I could find it, but I actually had a little uh, – a short video of me, let's see if I can find it, uh, making some pasta in uh, Colorado. You.
Um, that. rally is called a Bedouri. Um, Brendan, did you see that when we went out there? Uh, I can't remember his name. He was in the white uh, Lexus. Uh, Bedouri is a lot like a, a Dutch did, oven, but, it, but it's steel. It's made out of steel, and they're really hard to find because the company that ma- there's only one company that makes them, and they are out of Australia. I did find one company that imports them in. Uh, they're kind of odd because they don't have a handle. Um, the handle is actually extra and you have to attach it, but it is, it's really neat to cook on. Uh, so if you uh, see a Bedouri out there, they're not very expensive, but it's, it's a whole new cooking experience because they're deep like a Dutch oven and it has a, a lid that you can turn over and make like a, a skillet. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's, uh, those are pretty cool things. So, uh, Kara says she's going to steal my walk, uh, watch my back. Okay. And, you know, I knew somebody would uh, come on here and say that we were making them hungry. I was going to try to do that to a lot of people and make them hungry with some uh, food porn. Um, But uh, we're getting out now to the end of the show. But one of the things I wanted to talk about before we got off here was cleanup. Um, How do you guys deal with cleanup and what do you recommend for trash? Uh, What do you use to put your trash in? carry your trash out because trash is always a problem i mean with cleanup i just make sure to invite the wife and the kids along to the trip wait a second no, that doesn't that doesn't actually work yeah she, she's watching too so i'm probably in trouble um uh, but yeah. you know as long as you get a large basin tub and be able to get hot water because the worst thing you can do is be in cold weather having cold water you're gonna yeah, ruin that life right so have a way to be able to heat up a little bit of water and a nice deep basin something you can submerge everything you're working with Try to make sure the number one thing that I've noticed is there's so many good soaps out there, but a lot of those are not like – not. I don't want to say biodegradable, but they're not soaps. Oh, there we go. There's my wife right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot, of the, a lot of the soaps there uh, are bad for the environment or they, uh, they stick yeah. around or leave residue. So be cautious. Make sure you get a soap that's not going to – you know, ruin our, our places of uh, recreation and, uh, you know, make sure you got something to scrub with too, because the worst thing you can do yeah. is trying to use the bare knuckles of your hands trying to do that. So, yeah, I can't hundred percent remember the name of the soap that we use, but we buy it by like the gallon and get it refilled. I think it's like Miss Myers. Yep. And it's hmm. biodegradable. That's what we get refilled. But uh, yeah, I mean, just repeat the same things. Our, our first defense and cleaning all of our, uh, food scraps is our dog that we take with us. Mm. So, you know, he, he picks up everything, cleans up all the forks. Um, so. <laughs> That's a good way to get a good head start on cleaning is letting the dog lick everything, lick everything clean. We use a soap called uh sea to summit wilderness wash. Um, I love it because it's also a body wash and it also has citronella to keep bugs away. And so it's kind of an all-in-one. It's biodegradable. It's good for the environment. Uh, there's others out there called Camp Suds uh, that you yeah. can get. Mm-hmm. Um, Outdoor RX Camp Soap. And uh, there's also Coleman makes some Camp Soap sheets, which I've never used. But I looked and they had really good reviews. And I thought that was really odd that that you would uh, have like a 
baby wipe that you would wash your dishes down with. But hey, everybody's got their own thing. But make sure you get a soap out there that's clean for the environment. Can't stress that enough. We don't want that in our rivers and streams, killing the killing the fish and and doing things like that. So, but like I said earlier, everything in my rig, because I have a small rig, has to have multi-purpose. So for us, getting a camp soap where they can wash the dishes and also wash our body with it, and it also repels bugs. Hey, that's doing a whole bunch of stuff, uh, you know, with a little uh, one little thing. So. Uh, said uh, what he says yeah citronella is what it's called um so and no our plates do not taste like bug spray uh they don't taste like bug spray but you know i really enjoy this conversation and learning from you guys um and talking about all the different things that you use the different ways that you uh have learned to uh camp and cook out in the wild and and do different things because everybody's different. There's no uh, one way to solve everything. And, you know, what I like to do is not the same as what other people do. I have a small rig and some other people may have uh, a big black series camper and they may have all this stuff to be able to use. So everybody's going to be different. Uh, but it's good to see all the options that are out there and what works. And uh, you just have to try it and, and see because the, the things that I started off with are not what I use now. Uh, it's changed just about every time, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. But it depends on where you're going and how many people you're going to be doing it for and how long you're going to be there. So there's a lot of factors involved, plus the weather. You just never know how it's going to be. So there's just a ton of stuff to think about when it comes to camping, cookware, and, and that. I also recommend uh, you... Uh, have some form of carrying your trash out. Uh, I have went through, I don't know how many trash roos uh, they have disintegrated and, and become nothing. I got another one that disintegrated, become nothing. And so I recently upgraded to the last US bag um, and absolutely love it. And so is that's the same thing that you carry, right, Logan? Uh, I'm waiting for my trash roo to die until I get one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, mine was on its last leg, and I, I got the last U.S. bag. Um, oh, yeah, I think I saw you uh, You were commenting and recommending it to somebody yeah. the other day. Uh, uh, it's, it's on. Mine's on its last leg, so that, that'll yeah. be the, one of the next purchases. But, I was really trying to make mine last a long time because I bought it at FJ Summit, and it actually had a picture of an FJ on there, which I thought was stinking yeah. cool. And uh, I put that last U.S. bag on there, and, and I did a little video with it, and uh, a buddy of mine texted me right when he saw the video, and he said, how are you getting rid of that trash roo? <laughs> I, like, I was like, man, you scoundrel. You're just coming right after my stuff. I can't even put it up, put anything on there, and you're just like a vulture wanting my old stuff. But that's fine. He, he got it, and he's, he's liking it. So uh, it's making its first trip to Oregon right now. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. But definitely, definitely find something that you can pack your trash out with. Plus you can pick up stuff that wasn't yours and you can do your part in helping cleaning up the environment. So anyway, guys, any last words, last rights? Well, you thank think? you for having us on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. I tell you what, this was, uh, this was very refreshing to me. This is, this is my thing. I, I could, I, I could talk about it for hours. I really could. This is something that I just absolutely love to do. And, um, and love to talk about and and uh 
I don't know. It's just, it's therapy for me. You know, it's therapy for me to get out there and cook and, and let my wife sit there and play with the dog while I'm preparing our meal and, and serve her and, and be the kind of uh, man that I need to be and uh, the husband I need to be and, and just be that husband of the year. It's what I am. It's what I'm doing. And she says it all the time, whispers it in my ear when I serve her her meal. You're the husband of the year. No, she don't. <laughs> she just sits there and says, hey, is it ready yet? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. But, yeah, like I said, it is it is therapy, and I love it. And I appreciate you guys for coming on. I appreciate you taking uh, time out of your day uh, to to come on here and share with us. We we Everybody that's come on here says uh, we, we loved it, and everybody's taking notes. And we've actually introduced some people to some new stuff. So thank you guys. Totally appreciate it. Brandon, have a great trip, safe trip. I know people are going to eat well. If you've never eaten well out in the outdoors, go on Express Rally. I promise you will eat well because Brandon is going to cook something for you. Logan, I wish you all the best uh, with, yeah, your over, you. um, with your Overland Cookware. Everybody check out Overland Cookware on Facebook, Instagram. Do you have uh, you have a website, right? Tell us what that website yeah. is. It's just overlandcookware.com. Oh, that's you made it easy, easy on everybody. Yep. Uh, you made it easy made it. on everybody. Go on there and yep. check it out. Logan has got some cool stuff on there. He has got um, all of his stuff. Like he's got the uh, the brew trek. He just got uh, uh, just signed them up. Uh, I've got a brew trek uh, coffee mug. I love them. He's he's got some AeroPress. He's got all kinds of cool stuff on there. Check out overlandcookware.com. Never know what you might find. Everybody, leave it better than you found it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. We're going to be Professor Al.